Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Please give a big round of applause to writer-director, to director Neil Berkeley, Dan Harmon, Spencer Crittenden, all the fine folks who made that movie. And your guest comptroller for Harmontown tonight is Kamel Nanjani here. Where's Kamel? Kamel. There he is. And uh, Dan, Dan, and cetera. Hey. There's our boy. All right. Yeah, we're kind of making the format up as we go. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So should I do the thing? I don't know. You could Q&A for a second? While Are we recording for the podcast? Yes. Okay. We're recording? Oh, should I? Oh, look, Well, then I'm going to get the hell out of here. Do you want... Do you want the Q&A to be part of... We could do it as part of the podcast. Do we do Q&A and then do the podcast? You're the, you're, it's That's called Harmontown. I'm just okay. worried that they watch a two-hour movie and then they're going to sit through the Q&A. And they're gonna sit we could that. do the Q&A as part of the podcast. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Let's. All right, so I'm going to introduce you. Yeah. Pretend he's not here because right. the fuckers at home don't have visuals. So, yeah. so And then he's going to walk out when yeah. I introduce him. Imagine me having really long, lithe legs. Yeah, he, he looks beautiful. Um, hey, everyone. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. <laughs> Oh, 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 God, oh, Los Angeles, oh, oh, God, I can't believe I found you here. Wow, you got uh, up here pretty quickly, oh, Dan. Thank you, guest controller Camille Nagiani, everybody! Oh. He's back from Silicon Valley! He's not back, you're taking a break, right? Are you halfway through shooting? Your... No, 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 we're going to start shooting season two soon. We no. haven't started yet. We started. Oh, you haven't started yet? Mm-mm. Uh. We've been kind of just fucking around. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Oh. I think writing or something. We change the words when we when we say them. Um, that's, that's a lie. They're amazing. Harmontown um, fans will agree with me that I missed you so much. You're oh, so, yeah. I've been uh, gone a long time. The podcast people, anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's not in the movie, but uh, the, the podcast itself really languishes in your absence. Oh, I'm sure that's not true, but I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I really miss doing it. I, I, I really, every Sunday I would be like, oh, right now, Harmontown is happening. And I'm alone in a you horrible think about, hotel you, so room. So you think about me. 
Like well, I think you, about the show. I don't think about me. No, I mean I think of the show as a whole, as an entity separate from you're you. You're in your bed next to your wife. I, my wife wasn't with me. me when I was, but um, it's all the better. I think of Harmon. I think of Jeff. I think of Spencer. Don't think about Jeff. I, <laughs> think about me. Um, so we just watched this document. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah we watched the documentary. Oh, did you really? That's you yeah. Saw it the first I thought time. it was awesome. It's really funny. Yeah, we're here in L.A. for you podcast listeners. We're at the Vista Theater in Las Feliz. Uh, uh, and we just watched the Harmontown documentary, which is why I'm, 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 I, my, 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 uh, my self-loathing is uh, being really... I, I, they watched a two-hour movie about this shit, and now they're sitting here. I, they, we didn't have a bathroom break. I'm really self-conscious right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do. I think people are going to get up and slowly file out. No, I wouldn't blame them if they did. Well, no, no, no. They loved the movie. And we're gonna no, have, I know they did. Let's do a Q&A. I know they did. But they have families. They have lives. They don't have families. Did you watch your movie? <laughs> this is the family. <laughs> so we were, we, were, we were asking in Seattle what we did is we showed the movie, then we did a Q&A, then we did the podcast. Seattle was awesome, by the way, for our friends in Seattle. You were amazing. Dino guest controlled. He dropped the N-bomb right at the end of the show just because he hadn't. By the way, that's a great time to drop it. It's and, towards and, the end. But I thought, the, I thought the remarkable cultural revolution that happened in Seattle is Dino did that, and the Seattle audience kind of just went, eh. Black, white, like they didn't care. They're like, eh, I'm not gonna let that hijack our. Well, idea. they'd seen a two-hour documentary and then a whole show and a Q and A. They had to go to the bathroom. Maybe I don't know, but they're they're kind of like I, the message I got from them is, yeah, edit it out. Don't let it don't let it fuck everything up. Did you edit it out? Yeah, I did. Are you gonna edit this out? No. Well, well you just because it's boring. No. <laughs> No, because now if you put no, no, this I, out, people will know that he used the N-word. Oh, no, 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 no. I actually specifically want the people in Seattle to know, those 200 people, I want you to know, it wasn't a shame-based edit. It was like a kind of like actually answering your call to adventure because they sat there and were like, yeah, fuck, fuck that. We're not going to, we're not going to let the, you know, who cares? It's a dumb word. How do you guys feel about it? No, don't don't ask. Don't applaud. That feels weird. Let's try on the count of three. Let's let's say the N word together and see how they react. Nope. I can I can. And you guys don't react. Don't react. Be better than Seattle. One, two. Okay. All right. I could say it if I say the word sand before it. (laughs) Yeah, you're allowed to. That's in all your people's music. uh, (laughs) Yeah. What's up, my sand? Yeah. Oh, one, two, one, two. Yo. Is that my people's music? I'm trying to improvise uh, yep. Muslim rap. Yeah, That's our call to prayer. Like yep. actual Muslim rap. Hey, uh, remember right after 9-11 when all the Muslim rappers kind of just got really quiet? Do you Who remember the that? Muslim rappers? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, I remember there was a lot of bow ties and a lot of anger in the 9-11. And it was like, okay, well, rap's one thing. 9-11's another I just remember it got really quiet really fast. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shit was going on after 9-11. I'm sure among them was that the Muslim rappers were like, we're going to lay low for a little bit. Yeah. This album is ready to go, but context has changed. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, So should we, uh, do you guys have any questions? Just raise your hand. Oh, yeah, we're going to do do the Q&A as part of the uh, thing. Yeah, you guys could um, raise your hand. I'll call. Oh, you know, how about this? You guys can come and line up over here and then we could just go one by one what do you think yep 
Yeah, so if you guys, yeah, we'll set that out there, and you guys can come line up if you have questions and uh, ask questions. Uh, well, well, we should bring every, uh, other people that are going to be on. We should bring them on, right? We should bring <sighs> Spencer out, and okay. we should bring uh, every so Spencer, get up here. Like a gazelle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here instead. Yay! 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 Hey guys. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. No, we were doing the podcast. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, do you have any qu questions? <laughs> they, these guys get it. They're hip crowd. Well, we don't get it. How are they supposed to get it? We don't get it. We because they in. get us. All right. Anybody, if there's any questions about the documentary you just saw... You can go line up over there, and then we can... Is one person a line? It's, I feel like it needs to be a It's a line segment. Now. It's Toby oh. from The Office. Everybody loves him. <laughs> Sorry, right. visually, that doesn't land. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Braden. Braden? Yep. Uh, what's your question, Braden? So, uh, this is for Dan. What uh, did you have any decision making in what went into the film? And if not, what would you set the record straight on? <laughs> um, I, I, I I insisted that Neil put the pedophilia as an option if you have the gumption tongue twister in. <laughs> he didn't put it in, and I was like, I was really funny in that moment. I improvised alliteration. <laughs> Do you have any idea how difficult that is? The joke was socially unacceptable tongue twister. Yeah, and I he... nailed it. <laughs> Put it in the movie. And Neil was like, well, the chat, you know, Phoenix, you know, it's like... Yeah, we've already done Crib Death. This feels like a whole other <laughs> Crib thing. Crib Death was my offer. I took it. I, I made the touchdown. Right. Yeah. Crib, crib Death was the assist. You were the slam dunk. Yeah. Alley-oop. And, and it doesn't work. No one laughs at it. But, no, but, uh, I, I thought it was great. I was very proud of myself. That was about it, really. I just kept telling him, put the, put the pedophile joke back in the movie. You keep leaving it out. I don't know what to tell you. That might be the first time that that note has been given. <laughs> uh, there was a, I mean, there were several cuts of the movie. I, I, I had to make an agreement with Neil. Uh, I, the guy you're guest gesturing to didn't it ask wasn't that me. question. Oh. Braden <laughs> sat down. Braden sat down. All right. yeah. Sorry. Uh, Braden the is the hype man who's pointing him out, though. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to let the director know, uh, do not, I, 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 it's my tour, it's his movie, so come what may. And I, he was very respectful. What's that? Somebody shouted something out. So, Can we or did we? <laughs> what did they say? They want us to bring the director on. Oh, well, yeah, uh, the director's mom is obviously in the audience, and it's... She's very proud. I mean, it's... It, uh, please, pl 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 please understand, ma'am, it's a very confusing time. We didn't know if it was a Q&A or a podcast, and we don't know what we're doing. But you're right. You're absolutely right. He made it. Even though you're only saying that because you gave birth to him. Um, we should probably bring the director Well, up. we should wait until she should go stand in line, and then when it's her turn... <laughs> But that's if it's just a Q&A. If it's Harmontown, if she can just wander up and go, I want to eat your face. I mean, that's, the, we, that's what we've learned about the show. So, I, 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 Neil, come up here. Will you come up here, Neil, please? Is that actually Neil's mom? 
No. No, of course not. I'm, I'm just trying to take She's away. She's not very proud. She I, is sitting next to Neil, so I thought it might be a... What, Neil's mom is actually here? Your no, mom's not No, it's here. not her mom. No, Neil hates his, his family. Mom. He's a filmmaker. <laughs> that was Shannon Russo, wife of uh, EP Joe Russo. They did that. Thank you, Shannon. Um, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, first, of all, <laughs> first of all, I love the movie. I'll just say that uh, up front. My question, uh, I myself have just finished a lengthy road trip as well. So when you were on your road trip, were there any depths of personal hygiene that you sank to that surprised you? Wait, can I? Can I I've been, I'm glad I'm here because uh, I was asked several times at other, other moments that weren't on camera. Uh, you've told the story before, but one story from the road that always makes me laugh, like I, I laughed about it this day, was when we broke down and you went back to get fries. Like you went, you, you needed more. Uh, you remember that the McDonald's fries when the engine when the engine broke down. Yeah, and we got in and out fries, and you weren't satisfied, so you went back <laughs> to get McDonald's fries. <laughs> that you, certainly you, sounds like a rock bottom. Wait, no, and, and you. <laughs> it's not a hygiene thing, but you, you hid them in the bag and went in the bus, and because you got a quarter pounder as well. Yeah, I was sh I was shame eating in they the was, bus. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted people to think you were eating In and Out, but you're just eating. I hit McDonald's, I hit McDonald's fries. fries in the In and Out bag. Yeah. Wait, so the best you could hope for was that people thinking you're eating slightly less shitty fast food? <laughs> yeah, I, I just I think at the time I was supposed to be on a diet with Aaron, and I think I don't oh, know. So In and Out was part of the I diet. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember no, going. You, you didn't like your In and Out fries. You're like, I'm gonna go get some real fries. So you went to McDonald's and you bought fries, but you also bought a quarter pounder and a milkshake and you put them all in the same bag and went in the bus and ate by yourself oh yeah i'm sorry no I'm it's sorry. fine it, it so feels it's... a little bit like you're just picking on the fat kid but <laughs> i it's uh i'm sure you, you know you're a movie you movie maker you yeah. can it was going to be either that or the pedophilia joke was going to be in the movie <laughs> I, I yes guys i ate extra fries um <laughs> what's your name Cameron. Cameron, it seems like you had some depths you wanted to tell us about. Yeah. How do you know when you have a fake name? <laughs> my name really well, is Well, if your name's Cameron, that's a good sign. I don't, I don't know. Um, I was just in my head thinking either it was having Wendy's three times in one day or not changing clothes for the first three days of the road trip. <laughs> well, what's your question? He, he already what asked the it. depths of... Uh, that, that was just me. I that, yeah. But the question was, what were the depths of? Oh, the hygiene. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I honestly, when I'm, I, I think when I'm moving, I probably shower more than usual, which is still not a lot. <laughs> I think that when I'm stationary, and I have a person that loves me, that's when I really push the limits. <laughs> like right now, there's like, I don't know, wallpaper peeling. I, I haven't showered in a long time. When was the last time you showered? I have then? no idea. No, no memory of it. Don't remember. The water stings my skin. It hurts. It hurts my skin. I know that the rest of you get into the shower, you like the feeling of it. And that's why you're not heroes for doing it. It's weird that you get out of something that you like and then come and find people like me and make fun of us. Because we're all just doing what we want to do. Sometimes you like to play basketball. Sometimes you like to take a shower. Then you come find me. How many showers did you take this month, bro? I don't know. 
just guess or I'll punch you. I don't know, three? Three in a month? That's either too many or too much. A little, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Every day is Babylon 5. I don't, but you're, uh, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want from me. How many times should I shower to make you happy? Three. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) I I don't, I don't like it. It stings my skin. I like to take baths. I like to submerge myself in hot, soapy water. It takes a long time. I don't do that a lot either. I think that answers your question, Cameron. Thank you very much, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. But when you go to a hotel, they have nice showers. And you, sit, you go, yeah. oh, well, as long as I'm here. Yeah, I was alone for a couple of weeks in Baltimore, completely alone in a hotel room, and I was showering five, six times a day just oh, yeah. to pass the time. I rem- I, no, I remember, uh, did you talk about that in Harmontown? Maybe. Or maybe I was tweeting about it because I had nothing to do except You're like showering. one of those guys that would tease me. What? No. Well, yeah, because you, you would then go, oh, I took a shower five times a day. And you'd be like, yeah, this is a new thing I can brag about. I was like, I don't, you wanted to do that. Why can't everyone just do what they want to do? I, I didn't say anything to you, Dan. No, I know, but. I was, I was agreeing with you that when I'm moving and lonely, I shower more, but, but if I'm surrounded. Because you can't wait to get in there. That's crazy to me. You have to take off all your clothes. Well, you, you have to do that with a bath, too. Yeah, 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 no, I, and I don't take a lot of those. I, I just it's, it's like 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 you have to take all of your clothes off. You have uh, a problem with nudity? That's just the energy expenditure. It's just like like, like like just everything, and then you're gonna have to put it back on later. It's but the you're putting be back wet. on. That I feel like a hero every time I put pants on. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I'm so good at this. I hate it. I, season three of Community, I came to a point where I was like, I got this. I'm gonna wear my pajamas to work. That's, and then I and got then fired. they fired you. <laughs> but I was really proud of myself for a while. I was like, I'm working in my pajamas. I'm coming to work in my pajamas. Inspire leadership in my pajamas. Because the editor would see me and go, what are you doing? And I'm going, I'm doing what you can do. It's called fucking uh, culture jamming. Why, why do you wear pajamas to bed? They're comfortable. Yeah. What, are you going to dream little editor dreams in your little editor bed? In your editor pajamas? Wear them to work, motherfucker. That's the version of you I want. Relax, sleepy you. Culture jamming. Culture jamming. Okay. Yes. Um, this is if for... you have a question about culture jamming, it's already been answered. It's not, not about culture jamming. This is for, for Dan and Neil and Spencer. What is, and this is kind of a twist on the first question, something that wasn't included in the movie, but not for content, but maybe just had to be cut for time or didn't fit the tone that you wish could have been in there? I Honestly, I, I, I feel compelled to tell this story just because I think it's interesting, not because I think uh, uh, there, there was this moment, there was this big thing in the documentary that Neil kept including uh, where I jokingly called Aaron the C-word. It was like 10 minutes into the movie. We had just gotten out of the road. And Neil... I don't want to say you thought it was funny and make you sound like you're some kind of weirdo, but, but like you were like, oh, well, it's obviously a joke. It says a lot about your relationship because Aaron thought it was funny and we like joke about it, but it didn't translate. 
The bottom line is things like the C word, for instance, like it changes the, uh, the experience in the movie you're watching. So I was saying to Neil, like, I want you to understand that I do not want to look like a good person in this movie, but I also want you to understand that 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 early in the film that's going to be like this weird if you went on a roller coaster and then just a pelican dropped into your lap <laughs> yeah it changes the roller coaster like is this a wild west themed roller coaster is it a space themed roller coaster it doesn't matter now it's a pelican themed roller coaster <laughs> it changes the audience's experience save that shit for later Aaron says later he called me the C word you hear the audience right. boo it's part of the story yeah you can't have two subplots about the C word <laughs> well no, it's a a bit it's like oh they're hilarious together it does not translate trust me it was like like when remember when i in the movie when i go like uh, to 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 hubris to going on the perfect tour 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 and i do like a fake echo on my own and then aaron says why are you doing the echo they can do the echo later and i'm like that's the bit uh, it's it's meta. It's like if we did a documentary about how we fight all the time, and then she says, we don't fight all the time. And I'm like, yes, we do. And she's like, no, we don't. And we start fighting, and it's a funny bit, and it culminates in me calling her the C word. And it's hilarious in our lives and not a good thing to happen 10 minutes into the movie. So well, that is a, at, that's at, an example. At the time, it was a character thing, but it says a lot of People have asked, like, what was it like to make a movie with a guy who's in the movie he's producing and that was a note where, damn, there was a moment where at the very end you said, look, I'll tell you one last time, I've been in rooms where people have said the C word and the N word, the G word, the Q word. Get ready. And, and we is Q at word it just cunt with a Q? No, it's Q word. People are really <laughs> sensitive about Oh, yeah. 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 Q, Q, C, C. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So that, that's when it came out, as I was like, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. I understand that, that note. It's not about you being a good person or a bad person. You're talking about losing an audience. And so, yeah, I had to promise. I'm going to swear to God I'm not, I'm not trying to make myself look cool here. Just please don't keep that part in. Uh, I think that answered your question. I don't know. For, uh, I mean, this is, it doesn't really qualify as an answer to your question, but every time I see it, there's uh, this guy wearing this orange-brown beanie cap, and you see him twice in the whole movie, and they're really close together. And that guy gave me that beanie during one of the shows, and every time I see it, I'm like, that beanie has a story to it <laughs> that only I know, and no one else is going to know this, but now you guys do, maybe. Wait, was your question about things that were not in the movie? Yeah. yeah what, what ended up outside the Oh, movie? yes. Yeah. I will tell you this. The, uh, uh, soon. Oh, all right. I fucked up my answer. No, no, no. no your it's, answer, it's a good answer. Your answer was totally yeah, uh, that good, right? Yeah. But soon, uh, uh, next week, someday, you'll all learn that there's going to be a place. I, I don't know what I can talk about, but there's going to be a place on the internet where you can go there called harmontown.com and see the making of chicken noodle dick. <laughs> That's. Which. It's a it's a scene that didn't make it in the movie, but it's it's pretty amazing, and I, mean, I, I can't wait for you all to see it. It is kind of interesting because it's, it's, it, we, we got high and we're on the bus and we're just laying there giggling, and but it takes forever because you don't want to jump cut within it. Well, it takes like six. It, there's a there's a honey bear dick song and there's a, a aspirin dick. <laughs> there's several dicks that were sung about until Chicken Noodle became the yeah. the, the Huckleberry. Yeah. The huckleberry of what? What does that mean? Yeah, I didn't get that either. What is huckleberry? We almost just glide, glide, glide <laughs> no, right like, past you, Are you just trying to start a new, like, phrase? You're trying to slip it in? No, like, that's fucking huckleberry, anyway. <laughs> Neil, that's yeah. not a thing anyone says. Hashtag, spread that. 
Is that a saying? Huckleberry? I'll be your Huckleberry. It's from uh, the... the Tombstone. Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone. Oh, yeah. That movie that That's is part of the lexicon. Marker. You, it's like you were referencing I Wizard of Oz. Why did people quote that thing? He goes, I'll be your Huckleberry. And everyone's like, yeah, what a badass. What the fuck is he talking about? I never I got know. that. Neil, what the fuck are I you talking about? I thought everyone would know. I, that, I, I don't know what it means. I'm your Huckleberry. All... What do you mean you're his Huckleberry? Like, he's Tom Sawyer? What? What is? Don't shoot him oh, then. It must, it must be that. that. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Was that book contemporary well, uh, back it was, then? Well, it was a, it, Mark Twain's classic. And, you know, Huckleberry was like... I'm, I'm the grounded sidekick. I'm your Huckleberry. And he's like dying against a tree. How are you, my Huckleberry? I didn't see the movie. I'm going to go Check it. Well, you should check it out. It's a really good movie. Also, yeah, also watch Silverado. Also read Huck Finn. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you love the N-word. <laughs> also read Huck Finn. If you love the N-word. If you love the N-word, you'll love the new Toyota Corolla. Sponsor of Harmontown. Smooths. <laughs> Smooths. I, I don't know what that sentence was. Go ahead. Uh, hi, I'm Adam. Adam, nice and, to meet um, you. I have a question for Dan and then one for Spencer. Yes. So, Dan. I'm sorry. After you ask the question, you're going to have okay. to go to the back of the line. <laughs> ask Spencer. All right. Uh, Dan, what was the feeling like when NBC got a hold of you and were like, hey, we're sorry. Come back. They did. That didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> These things don't happen. They. They. Uh, if. If you ever are privileged to be fired from a television show, the way you find out is your agent tells you, and then your agent tells you you've been rehired. That's it. That's. Uh, it doesn't. No. None of the suits actually, like, meet you and say that they are your Huckleberry. They don't. <laughs> no. There's no like boombox outside the window. <laughs> That's know. from a movie called Say Anything. Oh. <laughs> You know how in firing squads, I don't know if you know this, when they used to shoot people to kill them uh, officially, that, that uh, they would one person would have a blank. They would put one blank in it. It's a systemic, uh, you know, unaccountability. Like, each person gets to think, I'm probably not the one actually killing this person. I'm probably a hero. That's television. Oh. Like, like, everyone just goes, hey, I, what am I doing? I don't know. Fuck it. My parents are rich. I'll just do this. And then when they, if if if, if you, you get fired, you find out not by anybody telling you anything that would ever reflect poorly on them. You find out by the phone not ringing. <laughs> and then when you get rehired, again, it's like, eh, I guess I'm back. Yeah, it's not exciting. So, fuck you, kid. <laughs> Adam, your question for Spencer. Uh, Spencer, what's your favorite edition of D&D to play? Uh, we play Pathfinder, which isn't officially D&D, as it were, but uh, it counts. It counts. Fifth edition of official D&D just came out, and I'd recommend it to new players. It's a very joyless-sounding answer. I love Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Mark. Um, this question for Dan. Uh, since they didn't get picked up, can we kind of know what those pilots were about? In the movie, uh, the CBS pilot was uh, it was about it was sort of a absolutely fabulous kind of ripoff. It was about a uh, it was actually my fiance Aaron's idea. It was about uh, uh, a guy who had been a uh, rock star in the '90s. 
who had returned to his hometown and opened a bar. And he was in his 40s, and he was just running this bar, and kind of he was, you know, he was the consummate non-sellout and uh, rock former rock star who people would come to his bar and be like, "Oh man, this fucking guy used to be in this thing, and he's not a sellout. He owns this bar now." And then this 15-year-old girl walks in, and the pilot, she's his uh, uh, previously unknown uh, daughter. His, she's his Huckleberry. <laughs> Uh, and she wants to come live with him so she can get into an art school. That if she if she has a residence there in in that city, she can go to this art school that she wants to go to. So it's really abfab. It's with a dude, uh, which hopefully would have been Jack Black, but then he didn't want to do it, so it died. But it was pretty cool. I haven't read that it. That sounds good. You haven't read it? Well, I haven't read it since I gave it to him. It okay. might suck, but I thought it was pretty good. That does sound awesome. What was the Fox one? I don't know. <laughs> Mark, actually, the Fox thing—the uh, Fox thing was going to be like Thirty Rock at a video game studio. So it was basically it was going to be, but, but like, like yeah. I mean, if you wait long enough, everyone that hired you gets fired. So, like, like the Fox that I worked for doesn't exist anymore. It's every all different people now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not so like there's some anyone... guy going, "I'm Mr. Fox. Hey, yo, you'll regret this decision." You, you you just sign a deal with some guy named like Kevin Johnson, and then the Kevin Johnson's like, "Ah, now I'm at CBS. Oh, oh shit." Well, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Hey, uh, I, I just want to point out that I thought it was pretty funny, uh, you guys uh, jumping onto a, a, making fun of someone for making a, a film reference that was like, it was like, oh, we're all nerds here, but that's that scene with Val Kilmer, no one's going to reference that, no one's going to get that. Um, where's the question? It was kind of funny. Yeah. I'm joking. I was, because we jumped on him, I was jumping on you to make a joke, and then it just came across as it's, me. It's okay, and I you apologize. blocked me on Twitter, it's fine, I get it. I, I did block you? Yeah. Oh, okay, you I probably kind of deserved it, it yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. see. What did Fair you enough. do? Uh, I think I was really happy that Emily followed me, and I was like, oh, haha, your hack is going to, your, your, your Twitter follow that's soon going to follow going to be hack or something, and then after that I was blocked. Oh, no, it must have been a mistake. That doesn't sound like a oh, block. Maybe offense. it was something else that I surely... Uh, the fuck is going on? See, he's asking for it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, okay, sorry about that. Uh, my questions are for Spencer, actually. Yes. Uh, Two-parter. Oh, okay. thank oh. Um, Number one, uh, I, I'm kind of new to the world of d and I just got into it for mm -hmm. professional reasons. Um, Wait, wow. are you trying to get a job in Hollywood? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I, he, well, I really you... want to be the second host, uh, co like the other guy on the couch. On, I got you. Town. I don't have a couch. Okay. I don't even own a couch. No, it, it, Somebody uh, get this guy a couch. <laughs> it's Trevor, Xanthon. Ah, Van Xanthon. He can haul a couch. Uh, it, it's just for uh, game design, mm -hmm. but... Uh, I, I noticed a lot of other game designers have this really um, personal, deep relationship where they really cherish their D&D memories, uh, just role-playing game memories in general. And um, a lot of them saw it as uh, not just uh, their first introduction to like rules and systems for a game, but also for like uh, building a community and having social interaction that you're kind of... You don't want to be lame and be like, oh man, I'd miss my friends if I don't see them every week. But so you put that all into like... Hey, we've got to we've got to play this game every week, right? We're like we have this social contract to like hang out with each other and work our shit out because we have to play this game every week. Mm. Um, I was wondering if that was your experience with D and D, like having really fond memories of building communities. Yeah, and playing with friends. 
You know, uh, making it very social. I mean, that's all. In my opinion, that's the worst part of Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> is that it it really brings out the darkness in interpersonal relationships, and they always come to the surface. Like if. If it turns out you really hate your friend's haircut, like in Dungeons and Dragons, you're gonna get in a fist fight over that. And uh, in, in in like the the rules have been my refuge from thinking about all the social problems that I've experienced. It's 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 been kind of nightmarish. I've I've lost molt, like three groups of friends probably that just hate each other because of Dungeons and Dragons games. So, I mean, I wish I could, uh, yeah, but it's. So, so maybe it breaks I, up families. Maybe I already have the answer to que- part two of my question was like, would you think about doing um, like a, a game at PAX or something like that? I think that, that might draw a crowd. I'll do whatever anyone will, uh, you know, pay for. Not not pay me for, but like get me. He's like there. Alex P. Keaton over here. I don't, you know, I don't he got much money. going on. I don't, you know, I, I do it for the love of the game, man. Love of the game, man. Thank you. Thanks, man. It was a great two-part question, by the way. I shit all over the second part. <laughs> but, you know, two-part questions are bullshit. Yeah. Like, They're basically cheating. Yes. It, like, what? Can, I, I have a... Hello, hello, I'm Oliver Twist. I have a two, two-part bowl that I, like, <laughs> filled with soup. <laughs> Obviously, that's not allowed. It's not allowed. That's, you're, yeah. des- you're describing a tray. <laughs> Yeah, so what's your uh, Twitter handle? <laughs> it's you called, have to it's, look it's, it up. It's, it's double question at yeah. 69.twitter. I don't know how That's, Twitter works. <laughs> All right, Benny and June, let's go. <laughs> so first off, I love the movie. First off, I love the movie. Uh, sorry to sound like a broken record. But I was wondering, since Yahoo's been our savior and is bringing back community, if you're looking forward to rubbing it in NBC's face. Well, they still own NBC. Still owns the show. I mean, so it's like as successful as the show is, then they'll be like, "Thank you." I don't know. There's no way out of it. If you're making a show for the only the only way to get revenge on all the suits in the world is to make something in your sandbox that they don't own, um, and then no one gets to see it. Or you can be really brave and 23, which you are, and you could like don't work with Sony and NBC and all that stuff. But if you are, if you have gone down that road and you've created a show like community that has nbc's money in it sony's money in it and now yahoo's money in it you know you can't really get revenge on anybody you're you're in it with the fans and the money's coming from everywhere and you can't uh, it's weird because i guess if it succeeds they get money and if it loses well they were right for canceling it uh, NBC's in like a yeah. and in either case they're not going to care. That's okay. like, like it, 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 you know NBC's going to be a, a a food channel by then or or the mo- most important network in the world. I mean we don't know everything changes every year. I was I caught myself because I was like you know, quoted on TMZ as saying something. Yeah, NBC uh, will be a food network in a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a, like Dan like, Harmon slams Food Network. They're, they're, <laughs> 
Their job isn't to care, and our job isn't to get revenge on them, because there is no them. That's the problem with them, is that they're not them. We are them. They aren't them. They are corporations. The, the them is inside of us. If you, comp <laughs> if you compete with them, then you're going to fuck the them that you are. Like, the only them that is, is Vince Gilligan and people who make shows. Like, it, the people who make the costumes and the props and they actually roll the cameras and stuff, those are the them. Uh, and Los Angeles is filled with them. And then there's the them that's like, the what? The logo? The uh, natgeo.org or whatever you end up airing on? Like, those people, if, if they're the good guys or the bad guys, you're equally psychotic. Because you have to just make a product, so... Um, uh, I'm also wondering when we can expect the Spencer brand D20s to be in store. <laughs> oh, man. I You're like that. Peter North. You're I like a Peter a... North. Of... <laughs> the negotiations with Chessex dice have really gone south. I'm going to have to get my own injection mold, and it's a real to-do. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm Evan. Nice. I love to meet you all. Hey, Evan, nice to meet you. Uh, my question is, uh, between like, you know, writing the pilot scripts and like, making songs about Pringles dicks, uh, what, kind of, kinds of things did you, <laughs> what kinds of things did you do between tours just to pass the time? That's it. I mean, the Pringles dick song and the... What is he Sleeping. Say, what, what, what stuff Slept. Pass the time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you, you make play video games. Songs and stuff. Now, just Minecraft. That's it. And, but 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 that's that deserves to be talked about on a level of like heroin. Like I have a problem right now. <laughs> Season six of Community is going to be worse because yeah. of Minecraft. Is yeah. this going to be a Minecraft episode? It's like that's like your edition. I don't. Know, I keep. Th I keep saying to the writers, we should do a Minecraft episode, but it's like it's like a junkie saying we should do a heroin episode. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I bet we should. That would make you real happy, wouldn't it, boss? Make that needle dangling out of your arm like a prop instead of a fucking thing that we need to deal with. <laughs> Clean up your act. And I guess it's like. This kind of involves Spencer, but what, what inspired you to have him in the VCR episode? Wait, is everyone asking many questions? <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules? I don't know, man. What we are just, the rules? Is this a Q&A or a or podcast? Or I don't yeah, know. I mean, we don't, it's obviously we're into Harmontown. Yeah, it's the, we're into Harmontown. Yeah, it's the worst Harmontown ever <laughs> and the best Q&A ever. I, that's right. This is the Venn diagram. <laughs> Overlap. I don't know what words mean. Go ahead. What happens? Was there a question in yeah. the audience? Uh, well, like, yeah, why, uh, what inspired having Spencer on the VCR? Episode? Oh, that's not to me. That's you. Uh, well, it's uh, kind of both of you. I didn't inspire it. I don't know. I kind of think. I, I, I kind of feel like he's he he looks like he could be Allison Bree's brother. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, he's yeah. he's he's a Brown beautiful uh, Viking, uh, yeah. like with these piercing eyes. He and... does have a very handsome face. <laughs> you do. I, I honestly can't remember. I don't know. No, I know what it was. I guess I can't answer this question. There was a character who, well, it's fine to say plots that never going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we were pitching a story he, about Britta. About Britta hooking up with Annie's brother, and that plot line kind of fell away and transmuted into this different plot line. So Annie, this, Annie's brother was going to be like a photojournalist like cool, who yeah. was like a Mark Ruffalo type who, <laughs> who Britta immediately pounced on and yeah. it was going to cause strife between it's them. It's like the boy next door kind of thing. It felt a little uninspired, and then I was like, 
what if what what what, what is the, Annie's brother yeah. not supposed to be? The characterization of that kind of fell away, and then there was like, oh, I guess anyone can do it, and then yeah. someone put like Viking type in the yeah. in the script, and then everyone thought it was me, and then it, I got cast, and everybody kept uh, <laughs> the writers were quite taken with him because I had this guy coming in, and then he'd go like, Dan, what size are your pants? <laughs> And so the writers were like, who is that? And like, that's, that's my dungeon master. Yeah. Uh, you also uh, had a documentary that desperately needed an ending. And <laughs> uh, that's true as well. Uh, yes. Wait, can I, can I do the honorable thing? Uh, and that just is, piss is not going to go well. Is there a, a movie question for me in the, in the line? Okay. Woo! Can you come? Okay, Evan, thank I you. I will yes. uh, eject... That's not honorable. That's you high maintenance. And that sounds yeah. like the worst like thing to say during sex. No, I want like just I eject. All right, here it is. Sorry, uh, I saw you guys on the Massachusetts tour stop, so it's really cool to see it all finished. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know what the emotional premise or main storyline of the movie would be before or during shooting, or did you figure out the true focus um, during the editing process? Uh, the latter, yes. Uh, the, the, we had no. When I, we went out. I met Dan on Thanksgiving of 2012. I shot my first Harmontown on December 3rd, and we hit the road on January 9th. I knew I was. I had never listened to a podcast until he emailed me. I hadn't talked to him very much. Uh, it was we had. I had no idea what this movie would be about. Totally honest. We he had an idea. I had an idea of what I think it should be. We went out and we just chase story the whole time we were out there. We looked for things, and, and halfway through, we had an idea of what it might be about, but there was a long editorial process that went through a lot of different stages, ups and downs, and good stories, bad stories, good movies and bad movies, and uh, we we came out, and Aaron McGathy actually, about midway, said, just make this movie about Spencer, and there is a cut that exists that is all about Spencer, but that... It, it, Don't you'll, clap you'll for that. You'll never see it. <laughs> Spencer's mom is here too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it triggered a lot. A lot of light bulbs went off when when we made that cut, and uh, it, it, it turned into the cut you saw today. But no, it, it took a lot of editorial. And if I may, there are two guys. Can I do a quick? Sure, thing? sure. Do you mind? I'm sorry. There are two guys in the audience that I did. I failed to uh, thank, and thank God this is being podcast. But James Lesh is here tonight. He's an editor on this movie, who was with me the whole process, and. Uh, uh, Academy Award winning Kevin Clobber, who cut Crossfire Hurricane, the Pearl Jam doc, this uh, Beauty's Embarrassing, this movie, and the soon-to-be uh, Kurt Cobain doc. He's a genius, and uh, he's the reason that this movie exists. So thank those guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is a question for Spencer, but yes. witty asides, welcome by you three, should you have them. Um, I'm wondering, uh, any chance of a Spencer... Uh, podcast. Uh, do you have yeah. any ideas? Uh, I'm maybe call it the Critten Den. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> the Critten oh, Den. That's a pretty good idea. I think you do. I meant more concept. Go for concept. There. I mean, that's a great title, but I don't know what I'd do. Like, I'd just sit and fart well, or Ask whatever. him. What would that's he a, do in the Critten Den? That is what I asked him. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, well, you and me, let's talk. We can make it happen. <laughs> okay. Thank just, you. Anyone who has a good idea, let me know. I'll do whatever anyone wants me to do. <laughs> it's part what of his charm, I guess. I, I, I don't know what charm Uh-oh. is. Uh, someone's been murdered, and we're about to find out. Uh, this question is for Spencer. I am cleaning up today. Yes, this Q&A should be called, This Question is for Spencer. Oh, I'm into it. 
I, that will be the name of the documentary of tonight. <laughs> um, I'm also a dungeon master, and nice. you know, I have a hard time like getting enough material for one day. Mm-hmm. How are you able to make material for? 20 straight days. Well, the trick is you only play for five minutes. <laughs> With a bunch of people who keep going, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I've, I've uh, learned to prepare less each week because, uh, you know, if I was to say, let's pre- plan out five hours, and in the first hour, they're going to go into a house. You know the first thing they're going to do is, like, shit on the house or... <laughs> turn it into the warp zone or nothing that makes any sense. So you just plan like one seed worth and then you have ideas of where you could go after that. But you know, that's what I do. It's, it's, it's different than preparing for, you know, your typical four hour session or whatever. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm uh, Jeff. I, uh, I want to know, is there going to be a Harmontown tour too? Part due. I don't know. We'll be making that decision uh, these days, I guess. I mean, this is certainly exhilarating. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the audience right now that want to kill themselves, but I'm having a great time. And and the seats are full, and the movie's well-received, so it might make an obvious choice to, like, go. I always thought, we'll call the first one Harmon Town... But you're looking at me like I'm going to be involved. Like I'm, like I'm, on, like I'm on board. What am like I going to? No, no. Oh, you're because you're like I'll be, I'll be doing a documentary. No, I'm saying I didn't know you would actually look at me saying, "Are we doing it?" But oh, I, 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 yeah, I. There should be another. There should be several. This is a special thing. It's I like this. I like this thing. I like what's going we'll on. We'll do. We'll do Harmon World. And Harman then we'll go World, to Edinburgh yeah. and like uh, to all the things that people are always you know tweeting at us and go like, "How come you never come to such and such place worldwide?" But whatever. I mean, I don't know. Yes. Right. And then I, I had world. another question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Now. Go it's, ahead. It's the president that's been. A, all this is edited out. This is all just a Q and A. It's like in a fucking archive. That's it. Who is Spencer Crittenden? Oh shit. <laughs> Who's that question to? All of you. Oh shit. I think he's Hitler. Yeah, this is like the, he's. It, this is a long con. Yeah, if you if you if you get to if you ask me, I get to answer how I want to answer. I think he's Hitler. Hmm. Mm. Bearded Hitler. I think I think this is how Hitler started. Several good points being raised. Uh, I mean, I Hitler was like at a, a, a Nazi uh, show. <laughs> he was like, I could be dungeon master. Yeah, and he's like, master, I'd master like to, race. Oh, have fun with you in the thing. Yeah, I don't know. That don't is know a Hitler. On, that is a spot on Hitler, by Thank the you. way. Here's Hitler. Here's Hitler uh, as your plumber. Oh, it <laughs> seems like you have his uh, toilet. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'm the last person who knows who I am. Who are you? I'm the last person. Just say it. Who I am. <laughs> What, is that, what does that even mean, Well, man? say it. You know you're thinking like, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Who's Ewan McGregor? Who's Ewan McGregor? Who's Ewan McGregor? Are you fucking fucking me right is now? Is that like Ewan McGregor? <laughs> it's... What? 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 Elon? You, you've seen his name in print, and you think his name is Ewan McGregor? Well, they're brothers, right? <laughs> no. Oh. There's Ewan McGregor, and he's one person. I thought it was Ewan and Ewing, like Patrick Ewing. Ewing um, McGregor. He's not. He's doing a bit. What? Who's Ewan McGregor? Who's Ewan McGregor? Yeah. He's an actor. Oh, well, fuck. Who cares? He lies? <laughs> a lot of people lie. 
You are you you really don't know who you and I don't care who actors are. What's important is the person that they're pretending to be, right? Not who they are. Okay, so you like Obi Wan? Obi Wan Kenobi, who? the real person, Obi Wan. Oh, Obi Wan. Star Wars. Obi Wan. I read the novelizations. <laughs> I read the novel. Is it? Yeah. See, is all the pronunciations wrong? <laughs> That's a great bet. R2. That, that would be R2. <laughs> that is. That would be so funny. If you didn't know how to pronounce R2G2. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a sketch is someone's recounting Star Wars and they've only read the books. <laughs> I went to school with a guy. Sorry. I went to school with a guy named R2D2 Gonzalez. <laughs> His parents named it after their favorite character from the Star Wars movie. Shut up. You're, you're, no. hey, Gonzalez? R2-D2. You didn't have a friend named R2-D2. I didn't have a friend. He went to my school. <laughs> His name was R2-D2 for real. R2-D2 Gonzalez, yeah. For real. Um, yeah, I spelled hope I'm a R-T-O-O. A-R-T-O-O. Yeah, we can, we can... I don't know how to spell the D2 part of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll just go with R2... Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited right now. <laughs> oh, no, that's Arturo. Uh, Is it Arturo Gonzalez? Well, obviously that's going to have a better Google <laughs> ranking. I mean, that's how the search engine works. Arturo. What if you, you type in R2, D2, and what comes up to autofill is Dan Harmon, Chevy Chase, Fired, NBC. <laughs> uh, um, all right. There is an R2D2. Okay, there is a person named R2D2. Gonzalez? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's not no. that big of a, you know, coincidence. His, his last name it's is a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> all right, so this it happens. really is. Uh, this is adorable. I, 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 uh, uh, young, sexy John Hodgman. <laughs> so this question is for the three of you. Um, was there ever a point in time during the tour where personalities clashed or something happened where you just wanted to turn it around and stop the thing? <laughs> no, no. That that was the weird. That, the weirdest thing was we left thinking we're gonna get tired, we're gonna get bored, we're gonna get over this so soon. But none of that happened. It, I being on a tour bus for twenty days is really really fun. You have a good time. You have the best sleep of your life. You laugh the whole time. It's amazing. Yeah, it was fine. If Aaron were here, I think she she would want it on record. It's like, no, it's fucking miserable oh, because, yes. uh, for a relationship to get on that, to go into that situation with the person you love, with your life partner. Like that is not fair to the relationship. <laughs> Every individual can gets to choose whether to have a good time on that bus, but our relationship was like definitely like like just. It was fine. We survived it, but and we knew going in it would be stressful. But it was like there's cameras everywhere, and Aaron loves documentaries and is really smart, and is the reason I was I contacted Neil because Aaron was the one watching Wayne White in you know Beauty is Embarrassing. Aaron is the one who's who's going like I don't you know I just I want to support you in your documentary. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to. Do you other say is she's going into it thinking all this stuff and I'm like it's just it, don't worry about it it's let's just have fun it was it was a nightmare it was like it was like you can see the things that reality shows do to crazy people that they cast because they're crazy and then they put them on TV and they go like oh, there's cameras everywhere but just act natural and they like to watch them unwind if yeah. you're in a relationship and you go get on a tour bus with cameras everywhere it'll I think it'll 
It'll find the nooks and crannies of your of your. Yeah, you're gonna get a c word subplot in there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my fault uh, because yeah, I brought work on the bus and all that stuff. But like, it was actually because I, I think like, oh man, that was fun. But Aaron's like, yeah, it was a it was a nightmare. And she's she's right. When I look back on it, it was a nightmare for her. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, I enjoyed your uh, documentary very much. Uh, I just wanted to ask uh, during the course of it, I noticed a pervasive use. Of alcohol, and I wanted to know how real was that, or were there any? Have you seen that was water? It was all fake. Have you seen water? Were there any interventions at any point, or? or Have you seen the comically huge bottle that Dan brought on stage? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, I I, I drink a lot, and if anyone asks if I'm an alcoholic, I just say yes because that makes the conversation stop. Thank you for if your you question. Say, if, you, if, you, if you say no, then they get to keep talking. So I also do the same with racism. And what happened with the moonshine? What, what, what happened with the moonshine? Oh, my God, he's going to kill us. No, where, he's where, sitting where are right going? here. Oh, he's sitting here. Oh, God. I thought Because you were like, what happened with the moonshine? And then you strutted. <laughs> um, I think you saw what happened with the moonshine. Yeah, the moonshine was a blackout drunk. I mean, you can hear that podcast. I did do a lot of edits to that podcast. There's actually stuff in the movie that you that I edited yeah. out of the podcast. But you can, by and large, hear that episode. It's Nashville. You can go back and look for it. That's what happened. Yeah, what, what you saw was what happened. It's pretty crazy. I, at one point, I took the audience on a bear hunt. <laughs> oh, that got cut out completely. That, yeah. it, that was yeah. in several edits. Because I regressed to infancy. Oh, man. I didn't like that bear hunt. There was... <laughs> It was, it like was a full-on blackout, crazy, like, warning sign. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, it's weird that... Okay. <laughs> How's it going? I mean... <laughs> you know, like, when you say goodbye to a friend, and then you go to the corner. <laughs> Same corner. Uh, I yeah. hate that. Like, I'd rather die than be alive. Hey, Seek. Things. It's Seek. Seek from the podcast. <laughs> Multiple aneurysm survivors seek. Um, uh, first of all, Neil, you made an amazing movie. This is my second time seeing it, and it, I still got emotional and cried. And I think you guys represent not only, you know, being honest through the whole movie, but represent us really well. And I think, and I thank you guys for that. Thank you, Seek. Thank you very much. It's very nice of you to say. Thank um, you. I want to know now that the movie's over, and, and it's some time has passed, and they would say, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, like. Is there anything from the movie, like watching it now multiple times with audiences, that you're learning or seeing differently? Like, Spencer, do you still get depressed even when good things and bad things happen? Yeah, I'm depressed right now, actually. (laughs) It's, yeah, I'm going to be fine, you guys. Uh, also, hire a merch intern. Like, fucking make someone else deal with that I shit. Be- I, t- I, 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 I told Aaron over and over I, again, yeah. don't do merch. Don't you, do merch. That was not a lesson you learned. That okay. was a lesson everyone else but you learned. All right. <laughs> or also, don't do merch. It's not like that's how Adam Sandler makes his money. <laughs> he makes billion-dollar movies that everyone's like, he doesn't give a shit about T-shirts. Like, like, what is he, if somebody tells, sells a T-shirt with Adam Sandler's face, it's like... If I, speak, if I can speak for the fans there, I, I, if I was in another town and you guys came, that's cool that you guys had merch. Yeah, um, hire an for, intern. For, for, All right, high-roaded. <laughs> I, I, Wait, hold, there were 
seven thousand t-shirts, eighty thousand. Like, the, the amount of merch was unbelievable. Like, uh, there's one shot of it in the beginning where there's lines of garbage bags. <laughs> Those are filled with t-shirts, and we sold all of it. No, we didn't. I know. <laughs> we didn't sell like half of it. Uh, get your Harman Down t-shirt. HarmanDown.com. I want everyone listening to me to understand something about t-shirts. They are very easy to print. They are very easy to sell. Everyone can always use them. They are a fantastic way to make uh, to to communicate, to express yourself, to exchange in commerce. The amount of money you make on t-shirts will always just give you enough money to make more t-shirts. There is nothing, there isn't anyone out there right now who's like, and then I got the t-shirt business. There's no Howard Hughes of t-shirtery. Well, other than our friend Ryan Ridley, who lived off of a t-shirt That for was two a different years. era, yes. Ryan Ridley, yes. There was a company that, yeah. And if I could just say last, like uh, Dan... Hopefully you don't still see yourself as the villain because I know a lot of us here, you're a hero to us. So thank you guys for the movie. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, Seek. Um, you can't argue with him. He's, if you listen to the podcast, Seek is, uh, keeps reporting in. He's, he's survived multiple aneurysms. Like in a world where one is bad, uh, he just has them. And uh, comes up and reports into us from the edge of of existence. And uh, he's a visual artist who had his visual memory wiped out by by some of these things, and is retraining his brain to see things. It's very cool. You should watch the podcast. Listen to it. I was. That I was, was for the three people who walked into the vista tonight. Yeah. Let's see they're a movie, like, Martha. Yeah. They're like skeleton they're twins. They're a movie weird. by aneurysms. <laughs> Bill Hader's not in this at all. Why am I plugging? I'm plugging Seek. <laughs> you, you know who Seek is. Kristen Wiig looks different. I'm tr- <laughs> I've been trying to get... I, I want to get Rob Schraub up here, but he just fucking left. He, well, oh, the only time he... He's, he's like shrubbing you at me. home right now. Yeah. He reverse shrubbed me. He's, <laughs> he's probably getting popcorn or something. Should we, should we, okay, should we call that the Q&A? Yes. And, and, yeah, and yeah. then we'll, we'll do a little title sequence for right. a very short Harmontown. Yeah, let's do it. And then we can decide in editing. Oh, look who walked back in. <laughs> All right, let's All right, do yeah. it. Thanks, Neil Berkeley, for directing that movie. Thank you. I made the movie for you. No, Thank you. No. Uh, no. no, don't. Don't do that. Don't. When does the podcast start? <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, you motherfucker. Uh, you. How did, is the universe helping you? How did you know? Is God on your side? What do you How mean? did you know the timing that that's what we were talking about? I had no you idea. You opened the door. You ran in as he started uh, saying the, we're going to start the podcast. You come up to the microphone. You do a live drop. The nose nose. <laughs> We're live shopping no, right now. All right, I'm going to introduce my uh, my Uber is like I I no no yelling. it's a ten dollar penalty. Just don't we want him on the podcast? It'll be great. You don't have to do this. Oh, so go get your Uber driver. Bring him in here too. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. I'm going to do an intro. All right. I'll crouch down and. All right. We'll just start from scratch. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm your guest comptroller, Kamel Nanjiani. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Wow. Thank you, Los Angeles. Thank you. 
boy, we had a Q&A. Uh, maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't. We're, we're not sure what we're doing. It's a city of lights, a city of magic, a city of industry. This is where the splicing and the shooting and the production happens, and sometimes you're, uh, you're, you're present for the production of things. Dreams are made here. Yeah. They're, they're manufactured here by the Katzenbergs and the Zemeckises, and they're, 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 they're shuttled out through pneumatic tubes to the rest of the country uh, so that America can t continue its dream of hegemony. <laughs> it's a culture war, and if you're listening, you've lost. <laughs> and we're, we're here in the Pentagon of, of, of that culture war, the Vista Theater in Las Feliz, where a lot of you saw your first movies when you came to L.A., I well, do love this theater. And a, lot it is of people, awesome. a lot of people come, come in here and they go, I saw Reservoir Dogs here or something. You know, everyone has like some kind of like story about a movie theater. I wonder uh, who, what, what formative movie... Uh, Spencer's eight years old. He doesn't know what we're talking about. I'm also on the podcast. Spencer Crittenden. Oh, shit, here. Spencer's here. Yeah, 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 sorry. God damn it. Well, Yeah. The listeners won't know. Well, yeah. I mean, they will now, but... We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. I know what I'm doing. Tap dancing. <laughs> Holy shit, look at him go! Wow! Oh, the carpet's too soft, you can't hear it. Oh my god, wow! Holy shit, he's so nimble. It's wow. impressive, I know. Whoa, why is that helicopter coming in? Uh, he's part of it. I tap That's dance. a helicopter? Or is that you sucking noodles? <laughs> That's oh me god. eating noodles from the helicopter. The helicopter's coming in with all kinds of chicken. Oh my god. In. Look what is happening. <laughs> Rob, come here. Okay. Rob. Rob Schraub is here. And Rob's come in with his Uber likes. driver. Come here. All right, so earlier, Rob said he had to leave with his, his Uber uh, was here. here this is uh, RJ. RJ, here's RJ. your microphone. RJ, have a seat, please. <laughs> Question number one. Yeah, have a seat. Question, yep. is this the weirdest Uber ride you've ever given? Yes. Great. <laughs> RJ. How many, how many so stars? So what couldn't wait? I mean, like, no. he, he was going to take me home to feed my dog, so... And Your now, dog's fine. So Rob was leaving, and we convinced him to come back in and bring his Uber driver. And that's you? Yes. So we have, we have Uber questions. <laughs> oh, no. No, you get what it, yeah. don't, 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 don't do that to him. Oh, okay. He's being nice enough. Oh, okay, okay. Are, you, are you uncomfortable up here? If you don't want to be up here, you could totally well, leave. Can I I'm go? sure he's used to being on stage in front of hundreds of people. Yes. Is, is it RJ the letters, or is it spelled RJ? Like, like it's, it's like a... Like spelled. R2-D2. <laughs> Are you? Were you here for that? No, I was here for that. That's oh. when I went. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, let 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 RJ answer. It's spelled A R J E I. A R G J J E I. E I like it. What like nationality it. is that? Filipino. Ah. Oh, there's some pinoys in the house, yeah. right? Cannolis? Yes. What Pinoy. did you call it? Pinoys. That doesn't sound... Yeah, I'm really bad at racism, these fucking what did you come? We're what really you good say? at it, if you know. Pinoy, right? Isn't Pinoy, that... it's a slang for Filipino. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have p Pinoy friends. <laughs> you do? What? What did you call them? You heard me. That's okay. a hard Y. You can't say it like that. <laughs> what, did you just only read the novelization of races? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doing all these callbacks to jokes that these guys did. I'm sorry, yeah, RJ. Don't worry about it, RJ. RJ, you sound like a, a sexy news anchor uh, in spite of being Filipino. Are you second generation? Are your parents from the Philippines? Or you... Yes. Okay. So do you, but is English your second language? Yep. Oh, okay. So when you speak to your parents, what, what language do you speak? A little bit of both. What's, yeah. what's the other one? Tagalog. I'm trying to like... What's the other one? I don't know what they... Tagalog. What is it? Tagalog. Oh, Tagalog. T-A-G-A-L-U. Yeah, that's how <laughs> most Americans would say it. Yeah. What's the biggest movie star in your country? What the fuck? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. It's a what's great, the biggest it's a star? Answer. Wait, it's a great answer. Manny Pacquiao. What's that? Oh, yeah. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Star of... <laughs> Fighting. Fox. He's a boxer. He punches. Okay. <laughs> Star of, of that. All right. Okay. Has he, does he do commercials? Does he sell things? He does. Yeah, yeah. he sells... How come we are answering his question? Hey, I know everything. I can't help it. <laughs> it's true. You missed that part. Yeah. He's, There's a whole he, movie about he sells, it. He sells what? He punches. <laughs> yeah, true. Two faces. <laughs> to other people's jaw. You let him answer. Yeah. Let him answer. RJ. He, he doesn't sell anything. It's right. <laughs> he boxes. He boxes. Okay. He's good at it. Okay, I had a question. Who is the, who is the uh, what, what, uh, what neighboring community uh, the Filipinos, uh, uh, when they do their jokes about like, oh, yeah, he's probably a so and so. Like Polish jokes. Yeah, exactly. What's, your what's the, like? What's the when when I was in Milwaukee, it was Kadahe. Like we would go, oh yeah, Kadahe, fuck those people. It was just like a random thing. You go to Boston and then like, what's like, Kadahe? It's just some suburb of Milwaukee. Oh, okay. okay it's okay. A, it's just like, what is there a neighbor? Is there a place? You you had the thing. Well, yeah, Pakistan and, from Pakistan. Pathans are the ones that Patans. were like, oh, yeah. There's a Pathan in the Patans house. Is there the a, audience? In the Philippines, is there a is there like a is there a a, a, a group that people refer to as kind of like the I don't know, the failures, the assholes, Jeez. the scapegoats. Jokes, the people you make fun of. Second generation. No, but... Well, his, you know, his parents uh, probably mentioned something. No? This could no. go really bad very quickly. You're really putting me in a spot. He just says, uh, Muslims, and then the whole theater just explodes. I'm we don't so even, sorry. We didn't even have a chance to explain. Yeah. Uh, no, if you, I mean, if you, if you don't know, if the, if the answer no, isn't immediate, then that means that... Uh, well, I'm going to ask you a question that I, it's the most obvious one, but like, what are the swear words you guys use? Like, what do you guys say? The most famous one I know is putangina. What is it? Anybody blushing? Can I guess? <laughs> putangina? Putangina. What does it mean? Can I guess? It's like, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, having sex with your sister and both, everyone enjoys it. I, uh, 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 tiny pussy. That's a, that's a tiny pussy. A yeah. huge, huge pussy. A disreputable person. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, this this is a great game show. We yeah. should get prizes. Yeah. A dog's a belly that has eaten the sperm of a child. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I like that you followed up with sorry. Like your job was to be diplomatic in that moment. Sorry. I may have, uh, I think I fucked that one up. 
I was trying to guess uh, Filipino <laughs> profanity, but I think and, uh, I fucked up. I, I, I think I went up. too specific. <laughs> Dog's belly filled with a kid's sperm. That's great. You should be proud of yourself. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I we have be... awarded Urdu for that. I I'm really joking, missed you. <laughs> RJ, wh- right, wh- what, what does Putaina mean? Who's close? Your mom is a whore. Oh, okay. oh that's bad. That's I wasn't a bad close. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. Terrible. It's bad. No one wants to hear that. No. Nope. E- except me. I never. Is it me? Is like I could like when I was a kid. I didn't give a shit. Like, yeah, somebody, I was like, that's was what like, I'm saying. Your mom, right? Fucked, your mom fucked a million dudes. Yeah, I guess. I know. So. I've I been telling so. everybody. Yeah. She seems pretty boring to me. <laughs> Um, what, give us one more, RJ. One more swear okay, word. Okay, if that was, can I, can I, if of that course. one was like, okay, so like in, in English, darn, hell, shit, fuck, C word. Okay, that's the, that, that's my that's personal right. prison. That's no. probably motherfucker after fuck. But yeah, that's, hey, yeah, right. yeah, goddamn, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Somewhere, you left out Schmendrick. Where was that? Schmendrick? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so if that would, that, 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 what, what you just said seemed like, you know, kind of like, like a five. What's a ten? Or what's, a, what's a ten? ten. The worst a, Filipino yeah, what, thing what, you could what, say. Yeah. If you were in the radio in the Philippines. And you were like a shock jock. What would destroy? <laughs> like, what would destroy Good morning, your Philippines. career? I'm Toby the Tube Johnson, and you're like your people are relying on you to be counterculture and subversive. Yeah. And you're yet, Toby the Tube Johnson. But then he said, "Like okay, let me phrase it another way. When you're in English having a fight with your." significant other there's certain words that when they happen it's like all right now it's going to take a little bit for us to get past this it's uh, uh, for you game know, of thrones spoilers y- yeah game <laughs> of thrones spoiler like it would like the c word you know you throw that out that that's a big one now you got to like backtrack and stuff what's the one that if you're in a fight with a lady from the philippines the word you say and it's like oh no i i fucked up It's shit? No. <laughs> Pretty mild. Or just another one. More intense. Ulul. Mm. What is it? <laughs> what so is elegant. it? It's U-L-O-L. Ulul? Yeah. What is that? No, no, no. It's... Let's guess. Play the game. Well, that's definitely... Do I know I exactly what that is. Um, let's see. Like a, an overly circular dish. <laughs> Too circular. Uh, a, a flat clitoris. <laughs> the the biggest crime of all. <laughs> you know what you are? Well, you know what you are? I like the hand gesture. Flat clitoris. That is not true. That is not true. You Mine is three-dimensional. <laughs> it's bulbous. 
I better get a water bottle on the way home here. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> no, he's thinking. Yeah, can he I, should can get I a water bottle. I should you drive can, you home. This is you know, instant five stars, you at can, least. You can oh, yeah. p- plug it in your thing as we went to Santa Monica three times. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, yeah. we'll give you five stars both ways. Of course. Um, I, obviously, it's simply, it's just, it's simply just a woman's private parts. That's it. There's no nuance to it at all. I just, no? He's shaking his head. Okay. It's not? Okay. It's a guy who was born from an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the closest thing to it. Oh, really? Oh. I'm on fire. I should have bit a dollar over that. <laughs> what, so what is it? What is it? No, it's just... I, not really sure either, but... It's just like... I think it's... Really, 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 really stupid. I got it. Yeah. But, it's, but, it's, but, it's, but it's that... And for you, like that is closest moron. to a guy born from an asshole. Yes. <laughs> But it's a, so, so it's like a, you're an oaf, you're a, you're a, you're an asshole. It's, you're it's a, almost equivalent to that. Right. But well, it's interesting that in your in, in your parents' language, like that is like approaching the c word. Like it's really like if you said that when you were a kid, your mom would slap you and go, "Don't say I that." I actually got spanked for that. Yeah, because you said it to your sister or something. What like What was the circumstance that made you say that in front of your mother? It wasn't my mom. Oh, okay. It was my aunt. Um, was she being a what you said? No, 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 no. I just said it out of a you know expression. Oh, okay. It sounds kind of beautiful. <laughs> it's not it's harsh. Like, There's no consonants. It sounds barely. like music. Like, oh, no. There's consonants. Uh, which is <laughs> in Urdu. That's the language you speak in Pakistan. Uh, Ullu is a uh, uh, it means stupid. And we call, and I bet they're related because we're pretty close to each other geographically. Ullu means someone stupid, but it's also the word for owl, which here are considered smart. I don't have a thing to combine those, but (laughs) aren't we all different in wonderful ways? (laughs) Well, uh, here's something. In America, a fanny is your butt, but in England, it's your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, a friend of my wife's uh, had this this stuff called fanny cream. It's it's supposed to tighten your fanny or whatever. Which fanny? Uh, British yeah, fanny, American fanny. It's supposed to be it's an American fanny, but her her British friends came over and said, oh, "How weird! Why do you have tightening?" Fanny Wait, cream. And just oh, the, it's the just qu- tightening your butt. That's yeah. normal. <laughs> I get it now. Why would anyone want to tighten you should their see butt? How That's butt way is. more normal. Yeah. <laughs> tightening their butts. Yeah, why are they tightening? Oh, not I heard butt. this second hand. Okay. Don't ask for details, man. You're being a real ulul. Yeah. Um, admitted. Do you have you gone back, RJ? Do you? I mean, not back, but have you been? Have you visited the Philippines? Not for twenty years. How old are you? Can I ask? You seem kind of young. 33. Oh, okay. So you went when you were 13. So you're, you're... my age. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh that quick. Don't laugh that quick. Are your parents here in the States? Or yeah, are they, uh, they are here. Uh, so you haven't been in the homeland for uh, 20 years, you said? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, do you like... <laughs> Candles? I don't know. I like, <laughs> I like how thoughtful. We're like, like, what would NPR ask you? 
I had Filipino food once. <laughs> and uh, I uh, went to Jollibee is a Filipino place, right? But I didn't go there. Really? Have you been uh, there? Wait, really? <laughs> no, it's kind of good, isn't it? Well, this wasn't it's Jollibee. Fine. I went to a place and I got, I was like, uh, it wasn't Jollibee, it was just, and I was like, oh, I'll get this. And it was, what it was, was it was a purple soup with bones in it. And I uh, didn't know what part to eat and what part to throw away. Chilled monkey brains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exotic, exotic food. Did theme. you eat the Did you eat the bones and throw out the soup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a real ulul. Yeah. <laughs> you got purple. <laughs> purple. It was a purple liquid with bones in it. Do you know what that's called? I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? I bet they were like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your whole family's over here now all in LA yeah LA LA yeah um, how long have you been Ubering a month oh and how has it been is it fun it's been fun how many what? podcasts have you done <laughs> let me see <laughs> like when I tapped on the window and I said hey do you mind yeah, coming in for go? a second? There's a little I show going on. I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I opened the door, and there's all these people. And I, I, I remember you saying, oh. <laughs> oh, this again. <laughs> One of these, eh? <laughs> yeah, I just dropped Mark Marin off at yeah. uh, Andy Daly's house the yeah. other day. I guess this is my life What now. I'm saying is you're being an incredibly amazing sport. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Definitely. Thank That's you for, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, RJ, what's your favorite episode of Community? <laughs> do you and know who any of... Do you have any idea what's going on here? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Do you know a show called Community on NBC? Mm-mm. There's what no about shame Park, in Parks that either. Rack. You ever hear Parks and Rec? Uh-uh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh-uh. What shows do the you like? Seinfeld. That's Seinfeld? good. That's uplifting. Walking Dead. Okay. Uh. It's a classic. <laughs> uh, do you watch Orphan Black? No. <laughs> uh, well, you should. What channel is it on? I don't even know. I haven't seen oh, Orphan BBC Black. BBC America. All the writers won't shut up about it. I haven't seen yeah. Orphan Black. What's your what's been your worst Uber experience other than this one? <laughs> Seriously, have you had like a bad one? What makes you give a guy a low rating? Yeah, yeah. Cuz we Ow, know you rate yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Why do I have a 4.8? Why not 5? When I have only ever given all of you a 5. Why do I all have a 4.8? All of you a 5. Yeah, all of you. It's not a race. They're Uber drivers. <laughs> it's not a race. Has there ever been a night where you were just like, you need to get the fuck out. All right, let him just slow You need down. to get out. Let him answer. You need to get out. <laughs> no, you need to get out. I like I'm staying. You need to get out now. No. No. My favorite part is that you're looking into the rearview mirror when you're doing that. Yeah. That is great object work. You need to get out. He got to go. Um, have you uh, had to kick anyone uh, out? I haven't had a bad experience yet. All right. What, what's awesome. the lowest? You give... 
passengers' ratings. I have a 4.8. Why do you think? I don't even know. I have a 4.7 rating. I don't know why. Let's do you, change that tonight. Do you, do you do you give passengers fives like all just, the time? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever given not a five to anybody? No, not yet. Yeah. Never. I I figure the. How do you feel is... that that like uh, undermines the whole concept of a star rating system? Because. <laughs> If fives are the only one that anyone's choosing, it's kind of like you're just choosing zeros. Well, all, all businesses have this problem. It's a real issue where you, you have to give the maximum result. What are the result. top businesses that have this problem? <laughs> you know, I'd say Apple Incorporated does a really good job with it. But, uh, you know, for instance, Borders tried it for a while. You saw how that goes. Barnes & Noble didn't, as it happens. Well, if Apple, that Ap- goes. Apple's doing so good, how come... You because can... they don't focus on only the 9s and 10s. That's what everyone does. They're like, if it's a 9 or a 10, it's fine. Otherwise, you're fired. And that's not constructive because sometimes you only get a C and that's great. What are you supposed to do? Look at the fives and go like... You look at the threes and you go like, oh, these guys, what went wrong? And then you fix it. Meow meow beans. Meow meow beans. But also like you you worked under that regime and now you work, now you you left them. You bailed. Uh Uh-huh. I waved a dollar in your face Uh and you were like, fuck this Apple business. Uh-huh. Fuck Steve Jobs. Yeah. He I'm, used to work, work at Apple. I now used to he, work at Apple, now RJ. Now he works with Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We're leaving RJ out. Sorry. Sorry, RJ. Is this the worst or the best podcast it's episode? It's the best. Okay. I'm All right. pretty best. excited okay. about okay. that. Okay. All right. Well, let's, I just want to make sure we really, really kick it into... Uh, RJ, do you believe in God? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think God is? Like, do you think it's like? Do you think it was? It would be something that you could see, or do you? Is God personal to you, or do you believe in a God that you think is like able to like? Do you do you think that God is the same from one person to the next, or do you think God is personal to you? You can take as long as you want. But truthfully, <laughs> that's not supposed to be an instant answer. No, he gets paid by the. He can't take the, as long as he wants. Because <laughs> I'm paying he's, for this right is now. Is the meter running right now? <laughs> yes, the I, meter's running. I no, said you I can haven't pay. started yet. No, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're starting. I started. You, you, please. Like you, you can think as long as you want and then start the meter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's personal to me. Yeah, like it's between you yeah. and the unknown. All right, that's the right answer. I concede. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. You're I right, feel like, Dan. I feel like people should understand that religion is like it's like a thing. It's like it's not it's not other people's business. It should have a small case R, it, but not to mean that it's not important. It's the most important thing in the world. It's like shoes or pants. You don't fucking wear pants that fit other people. No. You pick and choose. Same with shoes. You don't wear shoes. We have been trained in our society to think that religion is somehow the domain of idiots, fundamentalists, people who decided things. And if we think about religion, we decide things about ourselves and we have to pick something. Like we don't, we, 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 we sit and we talk about this TV show is good, but I only like this part. I like the Shakira song, but I only like the bridge. And I actually think I like her influence on this. And we, we pick and choose. We mythologize our consumption about everything except for the most important thing in the world to primates. Since thunder clapped and lightning hit our monkey friend, religion. Why do we die? Why does the universe not give a fuck about us? 
It's like an important thing. And we, and, we, and we let it sit. And we go like, well, my parents were Lutheran, so I guess I don't give a fuck about that. It's religion. It's like one man's business between you and the unknown. God damn it, I'm great. <laughs> I wish, when is the world going to catch up? I think. Look at all these people here. Oh, they're all right. They're good people. Yeah. I just um, want to make this a good podcast. I'm going I'm to go beyond that. That was an easy shot. Uh, has anyone in the room ever stolen anything? Oh, RJ <laughs> has. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's start with yes. RJ. Let's start with RJ. Are you are you are you are you willing to talk about it? What did you, you stole something? What did you steal? You don't have to talk. You're about not it. gonna get caught. How many RJs could there be running <laughs> Uber in Los Feliz? <laughs> I used to steal money from my parents. Oh, uh, okay. that's fine. I did that too. Yeah, stole money. Uh, from no one's gonna yeah. press charges. Just like out of their purses and wallets and stuff. No, he like mugged them. Yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> to get what? They're like, <laughs> son. <laughs> What did you need so bad? I remember the, like, he baseball to... stickers and like just the most random shit. Like, what did you need so bad that you would go into your parents' room and like... I was just mad at them, so I tried to get back at them by stealing money. Well, you did. What did you buy with it? Cigarettes or what? Food. Uh, food? Revenge is what he bought. <laughs> no, the revenge was free. <laughs> Who's who's got uh, who's who 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 stole something that they think is genuinely? Like, yeah, what, what I like is that this dude's raising his hand and the uh, guy next to him is pointing at him. Yeah. This is the reason. He's, he's, like, he's like, believe me, I've heard about this. Yeah, he stole it from me. I know it was great. Will you will you come up and tell us about the thing you stole? Did I, you, you didn't steal it from this gentleman, right? No. Okay. Uh, I stole a baby. <laughs> it's from someone here. Yes. Oh, oh shit. shit. Okay. okay. Uh, it's the uh, guy you, next to him. He's like, he stole right my now. life force. So I'm a huge community fan. I'm a huge community fan, and um, I was lucky enough to find myself with unsupervised access to what? Yeah, to to the set one day, and so to in <laughs> uh, to take advantage of that or to to show my thanks for that, I took a community pendant off the wall. Oh, Damn. and at some point further on at Channel 101, I had you sign it and and. Got it okayed with you that I had taken it. It's like a poster on the wall, or it was a pendant. It's What's a, a pendant? It's like the pen- triangle flag. Yeah. Oh, pendant. Kind of a, thing. A, class, a, a pendant. Class pendant. Excuse oh, me, a pendant. pendant. Sorry. Excuse oh, okay. Me, All right. Yeah. And it has the old community logo with the flag draped without wind. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty sure a prop guy was fired for losing it. <laughs> no, I would say I, 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 two years ago, I would be like, "You did what?" to my sacred temple but then like like every I found out every season Sony just fucking shovels that shit into an incinerator they're like we gotta make room for the good wife for Shark Tank or whatever like they're like it's gonna cost eight dollars to store this we don't know let's get rid of these frog sombreros and shit that I would have I would have fucking taken everything, everything. What? That's British shoe from the British shoe episode. Like, no, we burnt that. That was worth more as ash. We powered a train filled with Whitney Houston's greatest hits. After her death, we needed to get those to the record store really quickly. 
So we set fire to your set in the furnace on the Sony train. Chuka 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 chuka. It's a, you're, you're, everything you did, everything you dedicated your life to, it's more valuable as steam. So good job getting that pendant out of there. I, I'm just glad I stole the Troy and Abbott dolls from the Christmas episode. I fucking absconded with those. The other ones are melting in a fucking sidewalk somewhere. Sony train somewhere. Yeah. Uh, anybody else stole something big, crazy? Stole, big? stole something weird. There's a hand way in back. Why don't we reward the prisoners? Is it an intense thing? You, yeah, come on up. Can you? Can you? Can you? Uh, you want to come? We'll, we'll we'll fill the time of you coming down here and talk about our new sponsor, uh, uh, Squarespace. Squarespace. Hey, <laughs> do you have a website? Uh, no. What shape of spaces oh, do you man. like? Why don't, is you, it why don't you make your own website? What the fuck is that shit? Fuck circles. How space. much money are people making out of Squarespace? What, what are they offering? Five hundred. Wait, what? Just come on. I'll write you if you have a podcast, and Squarespace comes to you. I will double their offer. Oh. I have a podcast. If you don't mention Squarespace, I, I will double their offer. And you advertise with them, right? I advertise yes. Squarespace. You just no doubled your money. Done. What do they give you? $70? You just made $140. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, round space. I'm going to make up a new product. I'm on board for it. You could just get the mic out of the... Yeah, there you go. Okay, um, first let me justify it by saying uh, I was a lot younger and I was homeless. Uh, but I used like to Aladdin. go... <laughs> uh, like about 19, 18. And we're all agreeing in advance to reward your candor because we asked you to tell us about something you stole. We're not, t- we're not asking you to tell us about something you're proud of. Like, so if this is shameful, we, we love it all the more. Uh, I used to go to bars with a fake ID and I'd steal women's purses and then take them to the bathroom and take their wallets out and take their money. <laughs> That's a pretty <laughs> real one. That's not a pendant off a wall. Yeah, I re- then I'd return their purse to where it was. And you were at, at, at a stage in your life when you were homeless... And you were going to bars, and so you were just. This is how you were living. You were going to bars, and you would just go. You know what? Would you? Would you? I'm curious about this. Would you pick and choose who you would victimize? Would you go? That, that person deserves oh, that'd it. That'd be more. funny if you try to engage them in conversation. Like, what do you? How do you feel about black people? Right. <laughs> Taking your wallet. Um, usually, it was people who were really loud and annoying, or if they looked re- like they had a lot of money on them. Right. So you did. There was a sense of karmic, like justice in your head. You know, uh, right? Mostly <laughs> wanting to have food in my belly. Well, yes, yep. there was that. But but having decided that you were going to do that carnivorously, you then also the human achievement is that whereas a fox would just eat a fucking baby g- gazelle. Like, 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 like it, oh, yeah. it, it wouldn't go like, oh, that gazelle deserves this. This guy, that gazelle's racist. Like, like when humans cannibalize How each other, we still boss? have this compulsion to go, oh, this person deserves it. You know, yeah. like prisoners get so excited about pedophiles. Wait, you're a pedophile? I get to rape you. <laughs> I'm so excited about rape. Now I got a reason, oh boy. <laughs> that, that's exactly right, actually. Uh, um, uh, what was your biggest haul? What was the most money you ever got out of a purse? Uh, probably like $500. $500? Oh. Did you ever get caught or get, get close to being caught? No, never. 
Sounds like you're pretty thorough about it, pretty proficient. What? I mean, That's I've awesome. I've stolen a lot of things, but that was probably the worst. Mm. I've stolen like from parties and like stores and stuff, but that was like the most personal. And it seems like if you're you're thing. you're willing to share this, it seems like maybe you're like this was a transition in your life. Oh, you were. Well, on... I, I definitely I got my karma. I mean. Oh what well what happened uh, for the I podcast just, listeners she's she's rolled down the aisle in a wheelchair she's sharing I this I didn't sick. think to share this what, what uh, I got sick as I got older and uh, now I use a wheelchair what do you so, mean you get sick I got a rare illness called Ehlers-Danlos and uh, my joints dislocate as I try and walk so oh. now I have to use a wheelchair. And you look back on it and think, oh, well, I was a bad person. I deserve this, which you probably shouldn't no, do. No, not that much, but it, it's a karma, if there is really karma. I mean, that's maybe. that's nice of you to, to, <laughs> to, to take that responsibility to do that. I think that there's probably people in the room who who don't end up suffering misfortune who probably did a lot of shitty stuff to much other people. worse things I, I mean i don't know if it's helpful for you to like think that like <laughs> random stuff can happen to you yeah it doesn't have to have to do with whether or not you're a good or a bad person it's like that might that might that might i don't know be helpful to you but uh i mean it's it's a it's it's like i it's like i have like a million questions for you like you 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 so you wait why, why were you homeless like what was there um i was really rebellious I ran away from home a lot when I was a teenager, and where did you live? If we can ask, like where in the country? Uh, California. California. And my parents just got sick of it, and they were showing me tough love, and they weren't letting me come back. So right. How old were you at that point? Uh, like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I remember my brother like tangled with drugs and stuff. He was just smoking weed and stuff, and my parents were like, "Ah, you need help." But, like sometimes, yeah, parents are trying to like, they don't know how to be parents and they're like oh you get you're you're a fuck up kid like yeah. i'm being a bad parent so now you're gonna uh, have you reconnected uh, with them oh yeah i live you, with them now okay oh yeah your parents live in california mm-hmm. what's a, what is this condition i don't i've never heard of it uh, how what it's a connective tissue disorder it's uh hereditary so like my collagen instead of it being like rubber bands it's kind of like loose noodles so like all my tendons and like my like everywhere that it's not as stretchy. No, it's overly over stretchy. Yeah, it's just well, it's just like it's wobbly. It's like mm. wibbly wobbly. It's just gone. Like the, the, there's stuff in your body that keeps it. Like if you were to go, it's over there, and you pointed too hard, your arm could like Dislocate. fly out of your socket and. Like if I lift like a carton of milk, my wrist will. And and you find out about this at what age? Uh, I was like twenty seven, mm. but I got like like five or six different wrong diagnoses. I've been trying for seven years to get a diagnosis for it. So. And when did you land on this diagnosis? How recently? It was two years ago. Two years. It's really it's it's not that rare, but people don't get diagnosed properly. So there's a lot of people who actually have Because what's happening at first when people go to the doctor? What are the, what, uh, not to inspire people listening to the podcast to go, oh, my God, I have this, which is what I would do. Yeah, well, first it was just uh, uh, joint pain and, like, dislocations. And then 
like a bunch of other stuff started happening. And, and how quickly was that? Um, it started when I was about 21, and I'm 29 now. So. Well, I think a lot of us are walking around with a lot of shitty stuff we did. I don't know, not to beat a dead horse, but I, d I definitely don't think that you should think that it had anything to do with well, <laughs> anything I that you've I, done. I, I don't think it's direct karma for what I did, but... Yeah. But also at the same time, you're like, okay, I have a personal re relationship with a, with a, with something, and you're like, yeah, you're kind of balancing it out in your head. What's your name? Can we ask? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, okay, 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 that's all right. My friends listen. Yeah, to okay, that's fine. Yeah, they're gonna be like, it's someone else who has this <laughs> disease that <laughs> used to go to bars. Yeah. I think that might be Steve. Else that my friends would know that have this, but yeah, my name's Krista. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Krista, for sharing. Yeah. I, we really appreciate that. This is what yeah, I wanted. You. I wanted you. You helped me. You made my podcast amazing. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. I suck your humanity out of your bodies. That's all I care about. It's a good podcast now. I think this is how you get less than a five-star rating. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Krista. That was really touching. <laughs> that was, that I, was, yeah. I hope Thank the you, I hope the sound mixing works. Dustin, are you gonna make sure that that yeah? Does that sound good? I was like, I'm sitting there with his. How headphones. would you know you had headphones on during the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I don't know. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. My joke? <laughs> no, not your joke. I don't like anything about you. Whoa. <laughs> Is it weird for you guys to see yourself on screen and talk about the? period where you guys weren't talking? No. Cause, uh, not for me, because I feel vindicated. <laughs> like, the story is about, like, some thing called the Sarah Silverman show. Like, which, what, six episodes? Uh, I regret asking that question. <laughs> like, obviously, uh, you know, come on. You measure a man by... His. How many documentaries are made after him? <laughs> so Hitler is the greatest man of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and the Beatles. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, 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 when Schraub and I, like, when Sarah fired me, I, it was probably like, at that point, not probably, it was the worst, it was like my worst nightmare scenario. I remember being so angry. And I, I knew I had nowhere to put the anger. I had no, it didn't, I would tell people, like the people that I dated, you know, who, in whom I would confide, I would be like, I'm telling you this thing that is making me very upset. And I know that I don't have any right. I can't tell anyone about this. I can't tell anyone how angry I am about this because I will sound like the most petty piece of shit in the world. And I can't, I can't admit to myself that, that I, I wish Rob Schraub, uh, less luck than he deserves. I can't tell him. I can't. I can't express the fact that I wish that, that the Sarah Silverman program would fail without me. You know, I have these petty golem-like thoughts about my precious, and I can't express them. I, and then that makes it worse and worse, and it festers and all that stuff. And I, I. So it was a year of because I couldn't express those things because I knew they were unhealthy. Like Rob and I didn't talk to each other for like a year. 
at all. And then this guy, Mike Ash, died. Comedy, uh, 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 comedy uh, Channel 101, Mike Ash. He was an old-timer who uh, did a bunch of Channel 101 stuff, and he... He uh, he died, and it was at his memorial service. Uh, Rob and I started to talk again, and it was uh, it was uh, eh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's, I, I, I'm 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 I, I'm over it. When I watch that stuff, I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's obviously I'm insane. <laughs> so, so RJ, there was this movie that was playing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was about these guys, and they it was a great. To, it was a lot of fun. Can was, you talk to your friends and ask them why four point eight? I mean, wait, wait, I Rob honestly, was going to say something. Boy, nope. Okay, no, no, not you. Oh, yeah. Me? Yeah, you were going to say something. Yes. Great. Yeah. See, I, I did. Uh, I agree with Dan. Yeah, yeah. Tough time. Everything's well, okay listen, now. I, mean, I would. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Great. I mean, it's. I mean, like. I wasn't. Pri- I, I, the one thing that I wish I would have said at the time while we were doing the interview is that I stayed. I knew it was the right thing to do for me, but I was not proud of that decision at all. Like it was a decision that I really wish I didn't have to do. Yeah. I don't think anybody says. I, I don't think he made the wrong decision because it's very hard to get. No, like a, I would tell people. That's the other thing I would tell people is like the crazy thing is if Rob hadn't stayed, it would be more of a mind fuck. Right. Because as I told Rob when Sarah fired me, I was like, because Rob had already been riding my trail of tears. Is that a appropriate metaphor? What is that? <laughs> Uh, Rob had already been like on that journey with me a couple times, and I was like, "Look, I get it. Like, obviously, this is pathological for me. I don't expect you to to keep doing this. It, what if Rob had quit out of loyalty? What if Sarah Silverman fired me from a basic cable comedy show, and Rob had gone? Uh, well, you know, friendship is friendship. Let's just do it. That would I, th- then I would be fine. I, I almost did. I was really tempted to, you know, but I, I, I never, I wanted to see if I could do it alone. I mean, like when, when you're a writing or any kind of partnership, you're always like, well, who's pulling the weight? You know, who's really the smart guy? Who's really the, the, the guy that's just hanging along? And I wanted to see if I could even exist alone. I, for the longest time, didn't think I could do anything by myself, uh, even the comic book. So uh, I said, this is really a difficult decision, but I really think I need to, to do this. Of course. Yeah. And yeah I mean, if you get fired in the midst of that, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like now, I really have to ask that question <laughs> and answer it, and it worked out fine. It Jesus worked out Christ. great for now. Both we're of now us. we're both yeah. fifty three, and we don't yeah. give a shit about anything. Um, and uh, uh, all right, let, 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 uh, how, uh, we 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 should um, we should let you probably we should probably go. take off. I mean, you've got a, yeah. a, you have you're losing money being up here. Yeah, RJ. Oh, oh, RJ! No, RJ will be compensated. Yes, uh, but we well, should we should put a ribbon on the show, and yeah. uh, 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 for these people, these people are losing money. They have uh, <laughs> they have shows to develop uh, tomorrow. Uh, like Wayne White is like, will he notice if I leave? 
Um, the the uh, let's but so usually we end the we're show. We're not going to play Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, we I, I don't know how to do it because we're uh, sitting in directors' chairs and we don't have the equipment. Yeah, I, I was being kidding. I, <laughs> I was being kidding. But, but the show has an addiction to Dungeons and Dragons as a show closer, so I don't know how to close the show, um, really. So, usually at the show, RJ, we play Dungeons and Dragons at the end. He, and he gets it. Do you, you, don't, you don't by any chance know how to beatbox, do you, RJ? Because I can rap. Oh. He, you don't know he to... does. No, he does. I can see it. You know. It seemed like... If I do, I suck at it. Oh, so I thought well, let's you hear, were... Let's hear your worst beatbox. And I'll do mine just so you don't feel bad. Like what if I what if I what if I started so you could drift in on the back? Crap. Keep going. You stopped. Oh. Yeah, no, that was amazing. By Everyone the way. was like, holy shit! Yeah. Holy shit! I told this you is you happening. Could do it. Amazing. All right, now we fucked that up. That was great beatboxing. Because then if I could have just rhymed milk with silk, we could have been out of here. We would have been done. So, Spencer, why don't you beatbox and then you rhyme milk with silk? Oh, I can't beatbox. I was lying. <laughs> Rob, can you beatbox? No. No. All right, who's got the best beatbox here? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth, you can beatbox? Elizabeth. She you doesn't look do like it. she wants to. Do you Get not up. want to? Get up. You don't have to. Do it. You can? Do it. Oh, come on. You don't have to, but if... Yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah, use the, uh, use the Q&A mic. Let's, let's, let's audition you. Let's see how this goes. I'm so nervous. Yeah. So okay. give, me a, give me a pretty slow tempo. I'm a bad improviser. And we'll, All right. And I'm going to we'll, do a beatbox cover. Uh, uh oh. Yo, 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 yo. At the Vista, Los Angeles, population two or three, can't handle this. I got my motherfuckers to the east and west, saw a documentary about me, it was the best. Got a narcissistic tendency, I'm gonna fuck your mama so hard, we'll wait and see. I'm gonna fuck her in the lobby with a piece of popcorn and a high C. It's <laughs> fruit, 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 fruit juice. Fruit juice with a straw and a box. Fucked your mama so hard. Fucked her panties and her socks. Pulled her panties down to her ankle. Said, yo, yo, you canker sauce. Uh, in your mouth. Gonna fuck you in the north. Fuck you in the south. Yo, yo, Los Angeles. Yo, yo, can't handle this. Four score and two years ago. Fuck your mama so hard. Don't know what to do. Yo, fuck you. Whoa. Yo, I'm, I'm so excited about her beatboxing, I don't want to stop. Thank you, guys. Everyone. Thanks for coming to that movie. Get RJ, holy shit. RJ, Rob Drop, Spencer. Krista, for her uh, communion with the audience. Uh, I hope you forgive yourself and do well. Um, everybody who was involved in the documentary, I don't know. God damn it. What a great, wonderful way to spend uh, the premiere in L.A. Thank you so much for everybody that helped. Starburn Studios, uh, Future You, and Kumail. 
and fuck off. Spencer, Rob. And Dan Harmon, everyone. Yeah. If I forgot you, whatever. We'll see you in Toronto, and I'll see you when you get back. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs> 